Hello and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up for this week's The Rugby Odds, starring WWE Hall of Famer and Fox Business Analyst John Bradshaw Layfield, his gambling guru, the best sports better ever, the Philly Godfather, and the gift to rugby and mankind, Gift a Abelou of the Gift Time Rugby Network. Hello again, and thank you for joining us on The Rugby Odds. I'm Matt McCarthy, and while my colleagues John Bradshaw Layfield, the Philly Godfather, and Gifte Bailu faff about in the green room, let's go through a recap of last week's action. First match on the weekend had New York welcoming in the Houston Sabercats to St. John's University in Queens, and it was a good one, except for Houston Sabercats fans. New York was laying seven. And the Cats did claw their way to an early lead, but then Andy Ellis and Dylan Fawcett led the way with two tries apiece as New York did what they needed to do. They got the bonus point win, and they served themselves well in that point differential race with the NOLA goal. Then it was San Diego, the Legion, going to our nation's capital to face Old Glory DC, and the home team was getting three in this one, yet San Diego could not keep up with Old Glory in a track meet that Old Glory ultimately won. A great rugby match to watch if you were a rugby fan. Kudos to both teams as San Diego finished their season out Congratulations on getting through this COVID MLR campaign. The next one up, Gilchrist Boltini Part 2 between the Giltinis of L.A. and the Gilgronis of Austin. And it was L.A. minus 7, and they held serve. They covered the point spread, won in significant fashion, and helped eliminate Austin from the playoff picture. The next one had Rugby ATL going into Utah to face the Warriors. The Mountain People, as Gifte Belu likes to refer to them, were getting five points. But Atlanta was able to cover that and more in an exciting rugby match for fans watching. But Utah did get a key bonus point in the loss for scoring four tries, thus eliminating the Austin Gilgronis. The next one had the Free Jacks of New England going into Toronto, or actually Atlanta, Ontario, to face the Arrows, and it was the Free Jacks minus three, or the T-Sippers, as John Bradshaw Layfield likes to refer to them, minus three. But they did do their job. Toronto, not up to the task. New England wins 28-17, and they are ending their season well. Finally, you had the NOLA Gold after their big win in L.A. going up to Seattle to face the Seawolves at Starfire Stadium, which is no easy place to play. And what happened? Seattle wins 36, despite the fact that NOLA was giving them four points. A huge win for Seattle and a difficult loss for NOLA, but they do get a bunch of bodies back from the international tests to face New York in that showdown this Saturday at St. John's. And with that, let me bring in my colleagues, Mr. John Bradshaw Layfield, the Philly Godfather, and Gift A. Bailu, now that they're done faffing in the green room. Gentlemen. All right, so that was the recap, and now you guys have finally come out of the green room, and I noticed that the Godfather has not fully emerged from the green room because he's got technical issues, but we'll, we'll, we'll work through it and get his picks in the meantime because that's all anybody really cares about. Wrong guys froze. The wrong guys froze is what it is. <laughs> I don't want me a gift being froze, but really, uh, we would prefer if you got froze, Matt, because here's what we would do. We would use this for you, because that's you. Perfect clone. Perfect clone. You that looks like that's you. You mean because I'm the idea guy? No, that's a burned out light bulb. No, it, I think it's because I'm the idea it's guy. Cold. Why don't you stuff that back where you took it out of? <laughs> All right. Let, listen, people want to hear about the picks. They don't want to hear you and me having a... a handbags at dawn slugfest okay so 
Ain't no handbags going to happen at dawn, okay? I've, there's what I've got. I've got the little sword, okay? You see, this was the sword right here that Aaron Burr stuck in Alexander Hamilton when they went to a duel. But then he didn't die. He didn't die for like a day. And they just kept fighting. They fought for like 23 straight hours. They went, bam! And he stuck that right in his side. And that's what killed him. They did use guns in that duel. Then why do I have the sword? <laughs> Let's get into our picks, okay? And uh, Godfather, we, we, we've got him texting us now with his picks while he's frozen there. But the first one up is Houston at Seattle. Seattle minus four points. Gift, which Seattle side is going to show up? You know what? It's the Seattle side that needs to burn. Like, you didn't have to select violence against New Orleans. Like, nobody asked you to do that. Could have just taken this and gone with it. So, but that being said, they're, they're, they're probably going to end up taking it because Houston still is far, 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 far worse than what the black hole seems to have. And apparently Seattle is in the, in the business of sucking the energy out of people. So Seattle with the four on this one. All right. So Seattle, you're taking Seattle minus four. Uh, John, Seattle or Houston, Texas, Houston, Texas, John, Houston, Texas. You're going to let me talk. Because I will pull out the sword. I told you last week, break out the basketball because Houston's season's over. That does two things right there. That showed you that I'm authored sweet Georgia Brown. That's right. I'm the guy. And it allows me to flip you off on camera. <laughs> Bounce the basketballs. No one cares who wins. Okay? I'm sorry. They're going to play the game. It's too, They should have relegation. All right. If this were for relegation, this game would mean something. But since they don't have it, you got two teams who are out of it. Houston traveling up there. They have not played well. They're playing Seattle in the black hole, as Giff calls it. I'm going Seattle. Houston, Texas, you just heard your, your prodigal son say that he wants you to get relegated. Say to Texas, he wants you to get relegated, no, Texas. I won't, no, I want the game to be about relegation. No, we got it. Houston had something to play for. All right. Okay. Godfather, I, I know you can't really respond visually or audibly, but we, we got your pick here. And I know that you're, you're agreeing with me that John is just completely forsaking his state of Texas once again. He'll be doing the same with D.C. He acts like he's this guy that's loyal, and then he just pisses all over him. Godfather is going with Seattle. Seattle. And quite frankly, who am I? to differ with the godfather who is easily the best sports better ever until we find the second best sports better ever. And I, I think I'm going to go with Seattle as well after that big win against your Nala guys last week. So Seattle minus four, next one up. You got Nala, Nala going into New York and it's New York minus three. And this is for all the marbles to go meet Atlanta in the Eastern conference playoffs. Skip Aru. You know, I, I <laughs> last week, my heart told me, look for the disappointment. I, I couldn't allow myself to say the words out in terms of a prediction, but I, it was a disappointment. But this week, New Orleans is going all out. Now, the only kicker is the requirements to be able to get into the playoffs are, are insane. Plus 20, need a win by 20, prevent four by New York, and also get the bonus points and get four try with the four tries. But I actually see New Orleans selecting violence. Not only are they getting their guys back from test matches, 
But now you truly have the power of Petty that was used against L.A. to be able to take it over the top. I'm taking New Orleans in this one. John, you have a couple of Civil War swords. You have a, uh, a World War II sword. What do you have? A, what are you going to cut this one up with? I got this from Albert Einstein, actually, personally. He gave it, he gave it to me himself. He signed it. You can see it right here. It says Albert yeah, I see, yeah, see that. Okay, so New York has something to play for. So does Nala. But New York's at home, and I think New York's going to find – I think it's more than likely New York finds a way to get that one point, stay within seven, stay within seven, might as well take the, the, give up the three and go with New York at home. I think New York has something more realistic to play for than Nala because I think it's unrealistic. They're going to beat them by 20 points in New York. So I'm going with New York. Yeah, the godfather is also going with New York. Uh, so – you know, you're going to call me a homer. Go right ahead. I don't care. I I think New York is going to win this one. They're at St. John's University. It's a good atmosphere in Queens. It's at the Jerome Belson Stadium, the great benefactor for that college. And uh, there's a lot of synergy. What? What? Yeah, why are you on the screen twice? Oh, wow. Simeo, yo. Oh, A2, Brute? <laughs> You bet New York every single game, okay? I don't know now, that I that's feel true. Bad. I feel bad that I bet against Nala and my Southern Brothers team, so I'm going to send this huge – You look You look really torn up. To his cat, Smokey. So the next one up is what Austin, the Godfather Austin, Texas. Think, what? What does the Godfather think about you just mimicking him every single time? <laughs> oh, Godfather, without you, the team. He's, he's a professional, so he understands following the wallet, not the mouth. He okay, understands suck-ups. Okay. What? We're just Same as Stephen the Lizard Lewis understands suck-ups. All right, just look at the records. I know you were 4-2 last week, so you're the king this week, right? And I was 2-4, oh, yeah. and four, so on yeah. this show, I have the wooden spoon and gift. I'll take the wooden spoon despite the fact that we had the same record because – you keep freezing up all it's the time. It's the first time I'm under 500 the entire You know, if you turn season. that wooden spoon around like that, it looks like your head. <laughs> uh, you know, what does 21 seconds mean to you? 21 seconds for what? 21 seconds is how long it took Rey Mysterio to pin you and take the title <laughs> away from you. I, pathetic. Listen, Absolutely pathetic. That's not fair. I was, I was sick that day. I had to You know what else is four and two? You were four and two this week. You know what else? You know who else was four and two? Who? John Cena against you. Four and two. Four and two. I was sick. You want to bring I, was, it? I was sick those four days that I wrestled John Cena, too. I had the sniffles. They should have never cleared me to wrestle. But because I'm such sure a tough guy, that? I yeah. went out there with the sniffles and may have lost. All right, fellas, we have to take a quick break. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has a taste on the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. 
we are back with John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer and host of the greatest wrestling story show ever, Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw on YouTube, the Philly Godfather, the best damn sports better ever, and Gift A. Belu, the gift to rugby and mankind, and our Yogi Berra of rugby. The next one, John, the next one's got your boys from Austin, Austin, Texas, nah, going into D.C., which is your adopted hometown, and you, you kiss both teams' asses all the time, so who are you picking this time, John? You got Austin minus six. Yeah. I love God bless Texas. They ain't nothing like it. Except for the fact last week I made a mistake picking against DC because they had a full house. So they're giving away tickets or paper, the paper in the crowd, which is very smart because the Sager field isn't people, not something people are used to just South of the city. You have to get there. So they're showing people how to get there, showing them what a great experience it is. They're going to pack the house this weekend. Huge home field advantage for D.C. Six points. I take it. I'm taking D.C., Paul Sheehy, Chris Dunleavy, and all those guys that I mentioned dislike you, Matt. You know what the co-owner of Old Glory D.C., Paul Sheehy, said to me about you? He said, you can fool some of the people some of the time. You can fool some of the people all of the time, but you can't fool all the people all the time. That's what he said about you acting like you pick DC every week when you don't. That's the quote he said. No one that's watching this believes you. No one. You made that up. Oh, I made that up, huh? What about that sword that you said killed Alexander Hamilton? Huh? How about that? Yeah, right here. It's signed by Aaron Burr. Okay, all right. Let's not cross swords here. Let's just get on with the show. Gift, who's your pick in this one? Well, you know, the last time uh, gentrified L.A. and forever now will be gentrified L.A. until, until they figure out their little brothering. Uh, last time they lost to L.A., they came back with a 45-point offensive scoring effect. Austin is now coming back again for blood. DC, I legitimately surprised me. I, and, and knowing now the information that was there, I feel like I was, I was a little bit manipulated because I did not get the full information. I did not know they were going to make it so difficult for San Diego to be able to hear anything. But Austin is a much different element. And especially even though they are not needing to be told that they're not going to make the playoffs, but they have to make up for the fact that they were number two all year round and lost it at the last second. Violence is going to be made on D.C. Austin with the points. The Godfather's carrier pigeon just arrived with his pick, and that is going to be Austin. But, you know, for me, this is a tough one. You got uh, that old last game of the season with the home crowd. Austin doesn't have anything to play for now. Old Glory does. They want to show their fans that that's a cool place for rugby and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going, I'm going, I'm going with Old Glory. Goddamn America. Old Glory. Old Glory. Next one up, L.A., the Giltini's going up to face the mountain people gift in Utah. The Warriors, they can't catch the Giltinis. They've already clinched second place, so this is a preview of the Western Conference playoff, but it's an opportunity for the Warriors to send the Giltinis a message, yet the Giltinis are laying six. They're giving the Warriors six gift. Look, I'm a big believer in... You only show when it matters most. Utah's clinched the second place. They have nothing that they need to prove on it. And they're going to get to play L.A. back-to-back weeks. Why waste good energy 
and good players on a game that basically means nothing. Whereas LA, they got something to prove. Look, they lost to New Orleans two, two weeks ago, even beating Austin. That means nothing to the shame that they felt, even though it was obviously very predicted by somebody, that LA is supposed to be up at the top. I expect LA to try and invoke themselves all over Utah with the assumption that they are going to be, you know, showing off their strength. But when it really comes down to it, it only matters for next week. So I'm going to give this to LA because I think LA is going to actually just try because they just have to, as opposed to Utah. They're just going to coast their way through. Gifts going with LA, John. I'm sorry. You're frozen with a dumb look on your face. Your internet. No, wait, no, sorry, no, you're live. You just got a dumb look on your face. Still moving. So, so I'm sorry about that. I just I just thought, oh, you got a dumb look on his face and it stayed that way. So I thought you were frozen. No, I was just thinking Turned about out. I was thinking about 93 wins, the 93 wins you had with the WWE, but then I was also thinking about the 111 losses you had. I never lost 111 111 times. losses. No, I never. No, not even yeah. close. Look it up. Not even close. Look, look I won every 140? single match. 145? I won every match. And when I was champion of the world for a record length of time, wrestling was real. <laughs> so are you taking L.A.? I agree with Giff's analysis. I don't agree with the conclusion. This is a coin flip to me. This is something I would never bet on because neither team really has something to play for that we know of for sure. So I think that LA is going to go up there and show absolutely nothing. I think Utah is going to show absolutely nothing. They're not going to show their best schemes. They're going to rest their best players. They're going to Utah. They're playing up in the mountains, uh, giving up six points. I'm going to go with the home dog here, the mountain men of Ryan Hold Messner to beat the L.A. Galtinis. All right, I'm, I'm going to make it unanimous because the godfather. How are you going to make it unanimous? <laughs> the godfather. Have you not listened to anything that's gone on the show before you? Gift pick, well. Gift pick L.A., I picked Utah, and you're saying we're going to make it unanimous. We're going to make it unanimous, and we're all picking in this match. And <laughs> the godfather is helping make that unanimous by picking Utah. And I'm picking Utah because they do have a reason to play. And that's that 8,000 fans that come into that stadium, that great venue, to cheer on their Warriors. And the Warriors are going to take this one. Forget the points. How about that? You're frozen again. (laughs) Then we got our last regular season match. Our last regular season match, guys. Can you believe it? We got ATL, rugby ATL, the Rattlers going in to face the T-Sippers, the New England Free Jacks, John. And it's minus six, Atlanta. The T-Sippers, when they dumped those crates into the Gulf, they found a bunch of rats. (laughs) You, Matt, are a rat's ass. That's what you are. That's got nothing to do with my pick. That just has something to do with you being a rat's ass. See, there's your tail right there. You're a rat's ass. That's you. That's you. That's right there. Well, we just, yeah. The things you learn on this show, we just learned that they dumped the tea into the Gulf, <laughs> which is interesting because I always thought it was Boston Harbor, but it's actually the Gulf of Mexico that the New England tea sippers dumped the tea. According Why do you to- think they got so mad? They went down the Gulf <laughs> with the tea. They were being chased by people. And they dumped it in the Gulf down by Brownsville. That's where they dumped it, the Roundsville, Texas. That's where people, people have historically have gone in there and found tea down around in the Gulf of Mexico. 
because they got caught running from the people that they stole it from. Of course. Of course. Everybody knows that now. And the things you learn on this show about just life in general, you learned from Gift last week that you can go back in time, that Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton had a sword fight, and that the Gulf of Mexico got all that tea from the Boston Tea Party. John, you're taking Atlanta. The Philly Godfather is... Wait a minute. I'm telling you why. Atlanta's got something to play for. The tea sippers do not. I think Atlanta goes up there and wins this game. And the Philly Godfather agrees with you, John. He's taking Atlanta. And I don't think Atlanta's got anything to play for in this game other than that. Yeah, they, so they might have something to play for in terms of the seed, the, the home field advantage throughout the playoffs. As the rounds oh, that's advance. nothing, just home field advantage. Are we going to play at home or go across the country and play somebody else? No, that's nothing to play for. Atlanta, no, no. I'm taking yeah. Atlanta. I'm taking Atlanta. And Gift, you got the Godfather. You got John going with Atlanta, which is Sididdy. New Orleans, if yes. anybody's tuning in now, he calls New Orleans. No, he calls Atlanta, Sididdy, New Orleans. Who's, who's your pick in this one, Gift? New England had been going down on a trend. I knew last week they were going to come back and try and do something. And, and they did. They did it on Toronto. And they came to terms with the fact that they're not going to the playoffs. And I think they're also a little bit of happy that New Orleans is affected. But as a result, they're going to let off the gas pedal. Atlanta's going to go in. Scott Lawrence isn't going to allow it. The Power of Life University is going to actually travel up to the T-Sipping Nation. Up and the Gulf. Be able to, uh, in the Gulf. In, in the Gulf. The Gulf of T-Sipping Nation is going to feel the Power of Life University rise up and swallow them as Atlanta finishes off this season with a power impact, taking the points. Like Jonah and the whale. Like and Jonah the and the whale. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. I don't think there's any other way to end the show than on that note. <laughs> so I want to thank my guests. I want to thank... John Bradshaw Layfield, the best goddamn wrestler ever. The Philly Godfather, he holds title belts and stuff and gambling. And gift a Bailu, the gift to mankind. <laughs> On behalf of them, I'm Matt McCarthy for the Rugby Odds, ladies and gentlemen, and we will see you next time. But in the meantime, check out our Major League Rugby show, Martial Law, The Zack Attack, and please sign up for our Rugby Wrap-Up Red Cross Blood Donor Team. <laughs>